Thanks so much for tuning in to Grits in the City podcast, aka Girls Raised in the South and the City. Um, this is Tasha, also known as the Black Rogue. Drea G is out on vacation this week, but I have a guest co-host this week, uh, Shaq. How you doing, people? I'm Shaq from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I'm 28. Um, I lived in New York City my whole life. My week been... Up and down, you know, regular basic week for a typical New Yorker, you know. You got your good day, you get pissed off, you get happy, you know. It's New York. It's, it's, it's the hype. It's the same thing the hype is. Yeah, so um, I'm basically, I'm trying to get back to New York. So uh, listeners out there, you know, I just got rid of my apartment in New York. Um, so I don't know how this going to work, you know, in the, in the winter time, if I'm going to be able to find a one bedroom. So, you know, listeners out there, hook me up if you got any hookups for apartments in New York. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. She won't ask me for a hookup. Well, if you have any hookups, I don't know what, what plugs you got. But, you know, I'm out here homeless right now. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Gonna be a, it's gonna be a cold winter, baby. I know. So um, right now, I'm gonna uh, get to our pour it up or bless your heart segment, and this is basically where we either pour it up, so we toast up to anything that is positive, great, that we just feel like, oh, we want to give them a kudos, and then or we're gonna bless our heart to anything that we feel like is a hot mess that we don't like that these people's hearts just need to be blessed. So number one, um, I think you wanna pour it up or bless your heart. I don't know, to the Kevin Samuels. There's, there's a little bit of both. You get what I'm saying? To the viewers and the listeners out there. He is, he does, he means well, in my opinion. What? From my opinion, it's not opinion. I don't want to be attacked. He means well. What I strongly disagree with is the belittling of the black woman. You get what I'm saying? The title, it's, it's a trigger for you guys. Like The black woman. Y'all do this. Y'all do that. Y'all don't want to hear it like that. Yeah, y'all been pampered. Yeah, he feels y'all been it been given easy, but the balloon like of black pampered. We might have that's, that's, that, that's what he feels. I feel that's that's what I feel he feels. You get what I'm saying? I feel it's a generation shift and he's talking to the social media world, which is not buying into his age bracket of females and who mm-hmm. he should be talking to. And he's talking to a younger generation of people and it's giving a poison view to our community for black females. Like, that's not how it really looked the way he explains it. You get what I'm saying? He feels like this aggression delivery of what a man wants is his his view of what a man wants in America this day. And mm-hmm. I strongly disagree with it. You get what I'm saying? You know, it's so funny because like, um, I was looking at this comedian, I forgot his name, but he was talking about how he feels like Kevin Samuel's followers are men, little hate groups. A right, man right, hated right, on right, woman, right. and he was like, he never seen so many men that follow him and idolize him based off of the hate towards a right, woman. Right, right, right. And it's like I don't really know his age, so I'm gonna throw an age out there. Let's say he's like a 45 year old man, 50 year old man. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, without your platform, no female gonna run up to you in a local bar in the city and say something to you like JT as the city girls, and I'm not looking for Kevin Samuel. So. Again, he may not be talking oh, well, to them. Mm-hmm. You got to strongly agree with that. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to know who you're talking to. So when you talk to the social media audience, you got to know who runs social media and what demographic is that. It's not 45-year-old men. So you got men tuning in, hearing about this, making social media, going on YouTube to watch this man preach about stuff they knew about their whole life 
and they never knew how to get it out there. So yeah, I strongly agree with it. It don't go like that. Because mm. if you had it down packed, you wouldn't be on social media talking about females. You would be with your wife laying in the bed. I know that's right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So number two, I'm going to toast it up to Megan Thee Stallion. So basically, she, she's she been getting all these partnerships, of course. But just recently, she got this Popeye's partnership uh, this for this sauce, her hottie sauce. And I actually taste it. It tastes kind of like uh, a mixture of hot sauce with cocktail sauce. But it's really good with some honey in there. So it's like a little kick, but it's like sweet too. So I just want to shout out to her because I feel like she's been making moves lately. Let me let me let me tap into that Meg for a little second. You know, you know I I love me some Meg. You know what I'm saying? You just can't talk about Meg and just skip to the next topic like that. Oh, oh my bad. Gotta, gotta, but um I don't um I'm not vegan, but I haven't eaten any meat in like two years. Mm. I'm basically vegetarian. <laughs> So I can't try it, but I go check the sauce out and share my pain with you somewhere else. So number three, I'm gonna give it to you for number three. Oh, this guy here. No, say his name the same way you said the first guy's name. Justin LA boy? Yeah, Justin LaBoy, this guy here, right? Now let me tell you what this guy's doing, right? Again, means well, but he's coming from a whole different spectrum of it. Mm. He sounds I don't get him. He sounds this is my opinion, he sounds like he got rejected a lot, and he learned the wave of the social media. But it's again, without your platform, nobody throwing no 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 girls coming up to you like that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody throwing no pussy at you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, not saying they're being raw like that. But at the end of the day, not hating, no disrespect. I was a bigger guy, bigger guys. I seen bigger guys get money. We got Rick Ross, perfect example. Like he get the girls, this that and the other. Like you're not that guy. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you a guy behind a mat. Look how long it took for you to show your face. When you show your face, it's like, damn, well, you do be spitting facts, but where you got these facts from? This sound like gossip you got from females. You hung out with a lot of females, so you got a lot of game from females that you never applied in life that you're giving away on social media. Again, poisoning our black community. You feel what I'm saying? What? You know, it's so funny because my homeboy was talking about him, but my homeboy be like, he be capping. Like, my homeboy don't like him because he was like, he just remind him of that Derek Jackson dude. You know how Derek Jackson was like, I guess he was uh, always hated on black men or men in general and be like, you need to support your queens and you need to do this for your queens. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, he like, was cheating. Like, like, Justin LaBoy is like, like a, like a, a city girl advocate. Like, not, not pick, not saying I'm in, like the group, the group they, they following, they following. We going to just say, use that as a following today. Like, mm -hmm. the city girl following. That's the girls that's in the club all that. They agree with Justin LaBoy, but they not talking to Justin LaBoy's. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, you sharing that when we seen your face and who was behind it. It's the same thing like DJ Academic was talking crazy about everybody in Chicago. You see his face, fat kid that live in the basement. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm not belittling anybody's character. I don't want to discredit anybody's platform, but these are the things poisoning the black web. You feel what I'm saying? The black web I mean the social media and the black world. You get what I'm saying? So... That's what that's what Justin LaBoy and Kevin Samuels is doing in my opinion. All right. So number four, I'm going to, you know what, pour it up to Lizzo. You know, a lot of people want to bless her heart. Um, just recently she walked out with uh this uh see-through shiny dress, the same type of dress that Rihanna has worn, that Keisha Kayor, Gucci, Gucci man's wife has worn. 
and like I guess in the dress, like her boobs look a little saggy. She had a little stomach pudge, and people were just like, "Oh my god!" Like, what the fuck is wrong with her? She like a hot ass mess. It was saying all this shit about her, but you know what? I fuck with her because she don't give a fuck. She wear whatever the fuck she want to wear. And my thing is, if I can be on Instagram and see all these half naked hoes all the time on Instagram, then why can't I uh, see her ass half naked? Because I'm seeing all these other women half naked. I strongly agree. Because at the end of the day, back to Justin LaBoy, back to Kevin Samuels, one thing they not sharing is the whole story, boy. What about the big girls? Mm. They, don't, they don't talk about that. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's a trial that goes on in a men's life. Like, if you survey 100 men and ask them, have they ever had sex with a big girl, you're going to get an 80% hit rate, in my opinion. Never mm. did the study before. And if niggas, if they lying, they lying. But Kevin Samuel said they don't. Kevin Samuel say, uh, "Man don't want big girls." That's what Kevin Samuels be saying. Okay, okay, okay. I could agree with like I'm not belittling a Lizzo in means of marriage because again, Lizzo also has a platform. So if Lizzo finds a man, is he there for her love? Is he there for Lizzo? Is he there for her pop? You feel what I'm saying? And out of pain. Again, like I share with a Lizzo, it's to each his own. If you like Lizzo. Go for Lizzo. I personally know somebody that will talk to Lizzo, bro. And if you see this gentleman, you'll be like, wow, you will talk to Lizzo? Yes, he will talk to Lizzo. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, they get together, it'll be a power couple. You feel what I'm saying? I won't mm-hmm. name drop the gentleman, but it's a clean-cut gentleman. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, you be like, wow, he'll like Lizzo because he's in the bigger girls. Like, Is he into like the is. Lizzo outfits, though? Like her I'm outfit not sure. choices I have and never, twerking I, I, and all I'm that shit? I'm not sure. I'm not sure when she first emerged on the scene, when she was in the shower, he shared it. We shared a conversation. We laughed about it. I asked him, I said, yo, if you was able to reach your platform, would you give it a shot? He was like, of course, bro. Like, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, you a stand-up dude because you was always into that. You feel what I'm saying? So that's when I shared a pain. Like, don't belittle it because if you into it, you into it. Because the same way they belittle her, them, them, them DMs is coming in. What's up, Lizzo? How you doing? If she start doing that, then she wrong. You feel me? You know the DM firing. Ain't no way nobody DM Lizzo. She dressing like that. She got some type of confidence. You feel right. me? Right. Facts. You, I know you right. I know you right about that. So number five. So like you you want to talk about Dave Chappelle and mm. his recent uh, stand-up. Like I guess I can start off. So when yeah, you I was, go first. You go first. It's very touchy. You go first. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, it's a touchy conversation. But I had this conversation with some friends too. So like this isn't Dave Chappelle. Pell's first stand up talking about the trans community or the LGBTQ community. Like he has done this before. And I watched, I actually watched the special and I felt like, honestly, in my personal opinion, I felt like the whole thing he was talking about trans women, the whole show. Like, how come he couldn't joke about anything else? It was just weird to me. And I was kind of like low key offended, like with what the, some of the stuff that he was saying because he kept saying, um, "Oh, well, you know, that's a man," or he kept saying like that throughout the whole special. And I was just like, "Damn!" If I was a trans woman, I would be highly upset. I, I agree with what you're saying, right? So, mm-hmm. in the means of when you watch something and a and a it's a project, it's a project, it's it's a series of things, a Netflix series. It was a deal. It was a four year series. A four show series he said it he signed the deal that's why on his on my instagram i talk a lot about contracts and what people are signing like look at what deals they're signing what they're saying and what is the media allowing them to say right 
So mm-hmm. back to Dave Chappelle, right? Yes, he, he targeted the community, but he also shared in his previous, he do build up jokes, right? So he built up all that aggression to share the a point about the suicide rate and also in your community. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Also sharing that, that he had a friend in the community that also defended him that got bashed by her own community that she was in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, that was what, that's how he jokes. He does, his standups are build up jokes. So again, he also shared who his original uh, enemy was in the industry, which was also what he shared. And you must watch the video. If He's you talking about white it. people. Like yes. how he don't like white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that he shared that also. So that's his, he always says, this is my original thing. Cause it's called the closer. So before I stop talking again, this is what this is what I'm really mad at. You feel what I'm saying? He also gets into something where he shows where he shares about a deal he signed, he, he got offered, he didn't take it, and it hurt him. You get what I'm saying? So being that it hurt him then, now that he has another opportunity to speak again freely, because they sit down and say, well, if I can't say this, I'm not doing that. They wouldn't let him do a number four after y'all scrutinized him for number three if they knew he wasn't going to say something worse and four, you get what I'm saying? So, and my whole thing to wrap it up, my whole opinion, am I, am I against the LGBT? No, I, I'm not against them, but I think it should be more of a learning how to take an L and everybody fighting for equality. You get what I'm saying? We in a world, we in a race for equality here, right? We got mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement. We got women rights. You feel what I'm saying? We got all different type of movements. Then we got subgroups. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was a... um. It was originally a gay rights, you feel what I'm saying? Now it's subgroups to it. So the same way as subgroups, it's subgroups to uh, the black, black, black Lives Matter. You feel what I'm saying? It's subgroups to that, right? So everybody got to pick their subgroups and fight for their fight. You get what I'm saying? And in a battle of equality, it comes with L's. Okay. So, alrighty. So, um, number six. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you my first. side. I'm gonna tell you my first. side. I, I low key wanna bless my heart to Meek Mill. And this is why I wanna bless my heart. Um, so his artist for his latest album cover, yes, you know, I have heard that she's a black artist that um I think she worked with him on that piece. I'm not sure, I don't wanna get the details wrong, but I was talking to my homegirl about it because, you know, I support body positivity. Like, I, you know, I got tits and giggles. Okay. I support women being naked. I support all that stuff. And my friend made a good point to me. Like, she talked to me and she was just like, well, you know, hip hop has been bashing women, especially black women, since, you know, forever. You know what I mean? She was like, I doubt that his art piece was to glorify the black woman's body. She was like, I'm pretty sure that his music album, he's calling women bitches, calling women hoes, calling one black women out their names. So like that artwork is, is still kind of reflected in the whole disrespecting the black woman. And I was like, damn, that's really deep when you think about it. Cause she was like, yeah, if it was somebody else, if it was um, a singer, any singer that respected black woman, like say like a D'Angelo or Erica Badu, you know, anybody else that had that artwork on their album, it wouldn't have been seen so, you know, like misogynistic. It would have been like, you know what? They appreciate black women, appreciate the beauty, and they not out here calling all of us bitches and hoes all the damn time. 
So I was like, damn, that is actually a deep point. So I, I want to bless my heart to Meek Mill because of that. Because, you know, especially with his history of, like, trying to tell women what to do to their hair and um, disrespecting black women. Also, he was talking about Black Lives Matter. With that white man that was, like, hating on him with the bus, with that bus that was kind of disrespectful around the kids and shit like that. And he was like, well, you wasn't there. So, you know, why don't you speak up about when black men get shot and black men get this? In my mind, I was like, nigga, why don't you speak up when black women get raped? When black when, uh, black women get disrespected, you don't because like Malcolm X said, black women are disrespected more than anybody else in America. So I'm just like, we just seen as sex objects and we seen as so negative across the world. So I don't know. So what's your take on it? Um... You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm no, I'm like, what is it? Pour up? Pour up, yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no liquor, so I'm going to spark my blunt for all my black kings in Brooklyn, all my up north kings, all mm-hmm. my Philly dudes, my Jersey cats. I'm going to shout them out, my boys out there in CT. Bronx, y'all already know y'all y'all own borough, son. Y'all not part of New York. Y'all y'all own island. All shout right. out to the Bronx. All right, but back to Meek Mill. Um, I strongly agree with you, but I strongly disagree about the album cover, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna share one point about, like, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you why. Chris Brown, right? He got bashed for saying, "Oh, the females in his video not dark enough." So mm-hmm. you're gonna be naked regardless, right? You're gonna you're coming to be naked. You're gonna know you're coming to be naked, but you're not. You got to be darker now. So now, look, we switch it back to the album cover. Like again. I got a I got a little thing called word in this key, like, and the shoes apply. So we shared the thing with the subgroup. So pick up if you're a woman, you're a woman. When somebody say bitch, they're not talking to you unless they're talking you to your face, right? So that's a fight y'all be fighting for no reason. Like the bitch word. Like if bitches is bitches and woman is woman, my opinion. You get what I'm saying? That's my opinion. So back to the album cover to all the points you shared. I strongly agree with her when she's looking at it as a all women are women and it's no such thing as a bitch. Feel the word should be abolished. You feel what I'm saying? But when we talk about bitches compared to women, it's two different things. So in expensive pain, he rapping about the females he dealt with that he probably feels is a bitch now. Females he dealt with, it takes a lot to be a woman. Strong black woman, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, Michelle Obama, you throwing Beyonce's, things of that nature. You feel what I'm saying? But we not going to say no more of that thing. So when it comes to the album cover, it's like, it's, it's, what, if I'd have put white females on it, they still would have been naked. It would have been cool. If I'd have put my face on it, we tired of seeing my face. You feel what I'm saying? No matter what he'd have put on the album cover, he'd have got scrutiny behind it. So when it come back to the guy on the bus and is he defending females when they getting raped? Of course he is because he's a felon. So when he sit on them appeal boards and he get judged by a white judge and they try to hit him with the, oh, my son did this and my husband did this, he hit them with the rebuttal like, yo, it's Queens in my neighborhood. This, that, and the thing happened. He do share stories about things in Philly that's going on. He's from Philly. So you got to see what he's sharing about the Philly news. So he might not tap into something that's going on in mainstream news. And a lot of those things about girls getting, black girls getting raped is very touchy. They hold them down and then they put them on, um, what's this show called that everybody like? Law and Order. They'll hold them things in, never bring them to the media, and then put it on Law and Order to make money off of it. You get what I'm saying? Like, so you never even get a chance to talk about it till the case is 20 years old. So it's like, they just had a case um, just in the shade room in Philly, actually, where this girl got raped in front of everybody and all they did was record it and nobody like, helped her. Like, and then, All right. So like, look, so now Meek Mill, he tell everybody, oh, I'm doing reform. I'll be with Jay-Z. I'll be with Robert Kraft. Right. 
So mm-hmm. when everybody get that alert and they on shade room, when he do the elbow nudge, it's not the same elbow nudge y'all did. You feel what I'm saying? You see how your girl pulled you to the side, elbow nudge you, and told you and she changed your narrative on an album cover? It's not the same elbow nudge when they get the notification that a black girl got raped. You feel what I'm saying? I'm around people that's doing reform. Six billion dollars. This is the stuff I be talking about. You feel what I'm saying? Because he rap about it. Mm-hmm. Explaining to people about what goes on in the black community is very tough because they don't look at it like that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's things like picking the subgroups you represent. So number seven, I want to uh, pour it up to the life of Colin Powell, who just recently passed away because of the complications of COVID. He was our first Black Secretary of State. And um, he actually is a New Yorker. He's from South the South Bronx, and he's Jamaican. Okay. He was such a, a great, classy man. And it was shocking to me. Um, but he also lived along, you know, he lived to until his 80s. So that's a blessing in disguise. So I just want to, um, you know, just pour it up to his life and his legacy. Great life to live. Great achievement to have as a black man. Shout out to New York. That's a W we could shout out. It's not a rapper. It's a black leader. Hopefully he get a street in his name, a statue. It's not vandalized, you know, things of that nature. Hopefully he get that, you know, get a little plaque. You know what I'm saying? Something nice is in honor. You feel what I'm saying? We get to see that. on our days on earth, you know what I'm saying? So number eight, so this is a crazy, um, this is a crazy story, you know, um, I just saw in the shade room, because I love the shade room and this new reporting style that they've been doing lately. But um, so just recently, um, some missionaries that went to Haiti, they were kidnapped, um, and now they're being held ransom for $7 million. So I want to bless my heart to the people that uh, kidnap these people and try to charge America $7 million. Because America, in my opinion, do not give a fuck about nobody, but, um, but like at all. They don't care about these missionaries. And if America can't pay me and, and can't give everybody uh, $2,000 a month, then why do they feel like America is going to pay them $17 million to get these missionaries uh, back to America. That is not happening. America don't care about people. But I'm not Haitian and I'm not from a, um, a Caribbean background, right? Mm-hmm. But I do have Caribbean friends and I have um, shared Caribbean stories. The first Haitian person I actually like in the county with was my fifth grade teacher. Mm-hmm. So like that was around the time they had the, hur- the, the earthquake. So mm-hmm. for the Haitian community, it's like you coming as a missionary telling us this church stuff, but mm. you get a tax right off of saying you went to Haiti. You get what I'm saying? So we know that. Like, you get what I'm saying? That's the thing about, that's the danger of social media. Like, the rest of the world is caught up. So, yeah, we going through a relief. Y'all coming for relief to see if we okay. But it's a lot of us that's not okay. So y'all seven people coming to see if we all right with some water and all that. It's, they not feeling that. You feel what I'm saying? They not hearing yeah. that. You get what I'm saying? So I see why they did it. Is it a terrible thing to do? Yeah, of course it is. Don't do that to them. But you got to look at where they're coming from. So this something you might yeah, want to chat with. I don't trust America, too, when you think you know about it. Because uh, what Hillary Clinton, like, remember um, they had, when the earthquake hit, I guess, like, Hillary Clinton and some other people, like, it was the Red Cross. They, everybody donated all this money to Haiti, and they never got the money. So that's mm-hmm. why they probably also don't trust damn America. They was like, y'all be up there scamming and shit. And, mm-hmm. and then 
then also what they uh what they've been doing to like Haitians in fucking Texas and shit, whipping them and shit. They definitely don't fuck with American I, shit. I feel them shit because that shit is racist as fuck. And it's, you know, it's always interesting, you know, when you look at racism with Haiti compared to, you know, other uh, countries, when you look at like, if Cubans touch American soul, they can stay in America. But if Haitians do, they have to go back to Haiti. It's just like all fucking racist to me. It, it, we can use racist, we can use prejudice. It's, it's different. It's like, it's how you, like how we be treated in New York. It's like, it's, it's how you get treated in New York to where if you go to London right now, like, they ain't gonna treat you nice. You know what I'm saying? This place in London now treat you so bad, like so bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it ain't only America that you feel is racist. I don't want to call it racist. It's prejudice. They don't know you. They ain't familiar with you. They don't understand you. That's they day to day. That's how they live in. It's past being racist at this point because it's bigger fights and a race for equality. So it's like race. People ain't seeing it as race no more. These my people. This my game. This what I'm riding for. That's how I said back again with the uh, Dave Chappelle thing, you got to pick your subgroup now. It's not as past being black. You feel what I'm saying? You don't know. Right. It's different things. So number nine, let's, let's get to number nine. So I'm going to pour it up to Halloween because I could never participate in Halloween growing up because my parents was extra Christian. Um, but since I got older, I'd be out there thotting and bopping, you know, my little thought uh, costume. So what is like one of your favorite Halloween movies? I'm not really into horror films. So like, I guess you if you throw in thrillers, I got a, a few like, Halloween scary movies. Uh, give me the uh, give me Leprechaun if that count as a, a scary movie. Give me Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Let me get that. Let me get that one right there. People under the stairs. That's my favorite Halloween movie. Count that as a Halloween movie. All right. So number ten. Um, to close it out, I want to pour it up to all this HBCU love lately. I've been seeing. I've been seeing us get so much love on ESPN, which is crazy. Like before, they would barely like show us on any ESPN networks or even online on ESPN. And I, every time I'm online, like just recently, Chris Paul is. Uh, he's working on a documentary. Um, my college FAMU football team. Shout out Chris Paul, your neighborhood hero, Wake Forest. Shout out Chris Paul. Shout out, shout out Wake Forest. And then LeBron, he has donated um, money t- towards our jerseys for FAMU. So it's like so many like players, athletes, celebrities are giving back to HBCUs. And just recently, Michael B. Jordan and Serena Williams, they said that they're going to give away $1 million to um, HBCU students. So that's a pour it up too. So it's just like so much love that I've been seeing. So shout out to um, all this HBCU love. Shout out to the kids. You know what I'm saying? This is the people that don't get the flowers right here. Shout out Mike. Shout out Mikey Williams. Shout out Bronny. Shout out uh, Amari Cooper. You know what I'm saying? Shout out all them D1 athletes putting that work in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's when you cry. That's when you go back to the NBA because these colleges been getting this money from these like from these schools playing basketball and they hungry. I just paused a documentary about a college scandal. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. again, being a D1 athlete is really hard living in New York because we ain't got too many schools. You know what I'm saying? So in New York, you could score 30 at a local school in Brooklyn, but you're not the man if you're not playing double-A basketball. So shout out to these HBCUs. Hopefully more of these big school, big, big um, D1 athletes 
if they do decide to go to school, they go to play for these HBCUs now. So right. it's like these colleges was built, bring the money back. So shout out to All American. You ever watch that series on Netflix? Mm-mm. You should check that out too. That's a great like D1 athlete right. story. Like, cause you know, uh, cause in my conference, uh, our SWAT conference for my HBCU, Deion Sanders is a uh, head coach for Jackson State, and they undefeated right now. So oh, or they them. lost one point, I think, by a, a non-school, a non-HBCU or something like that. But they're mm-hmm. like the best in our division. So I'm like, and look what he brought to our conference. And then just last week, their stadium had like 55,000 people in attendance or something like that for their homecoming. So that was like, I think that's one of the most in HBCU history or something like that. So shout out to Deion Sanders and what he's doing at Jackson shout State. Out to them. Shout out to them. Shout out to all them HBCUs out there. So this is going to bring us to our Southern Sound Off topic. So basically our Southern Sound Off is what me and Drea G, um, our main topic of discussion and we have a topic and then we give our Southern perspective on it. But since you're from New York, you're going to give your New York perspective on the topic. So the topic for this week is dating chivalry in NYC from your perspective is it dead or alive. And I just want to um, basically play something that I saw from Rick Ross recently. He had a video and that, that shit was like the funniest video that I've seen in a minute. For the niggas that's getting money, I pray you niggas ain't getting money just to show other niggas you getting money. I pray you niggas ain't getting money to go get dressed up and stand around other niggas. Nigga, you better be getting money to hold the whole squad down, to hold the family down, to hold the team down, not the motherfucking get cute around other niggas. What made me say that is just the fact that, you know, I'm on tour, we at the parties, we balling, we having a good time, but sometimes we get to these after parties, section full of niggas, section full of niggas, niggas looking at each other, niggas passing the same hookah around to 10 niggas, ain't no bitches in the section, they looking crazy at the bitches, what are we doing this for, brother? So, like, that shit, like, had me thinking because I was just, like, in New York a couple of weeks ago, and I was in Harlem, and I don't know much about, like, Harlem niggas because I've been living in, like, Brooklyn for, like, the past couple of years, but so me and my friends there, and it's, like, a whole bunch of hood niggas, and they in sections and shit, and it was just, like, I felt like they was looking at us, like, on some hood shit. Like, who the fuck are they? And, like, I'm, like, I'm a lady. I just, like, I feel like I'm not used to shit. Like, I'm used to niggas, like, being, like, damn, she look cute. Oh, I want to holler at her. But these, like, Harlem niggas was in a section. They was just, like, oh, who are these females? Like, like they was some bad bitches. That's how I felt like they was acting. They was hood niggas, but they was acting like females in a section. For you... Um, I don't know if it's a difference. Do you think it's a difference between like boroughs and how like men from other boroughs act um, towards females? Mm. So shout out, shout out to Harlem, shout out Dipset. You know what I'm saying, Joel, Jim Jones, all them, um, Vado. You know what I'm saying. But um, it's a big difference. I'm gonna tell you, it's a big difference because it's a history of New York. You get what I'm saying, like in the same way as the history of the street life of Houston, street life of Louisiana. Street life of Atlanta, street life of Miami, street life of Florida, et cetera, et cetera, street life of Cali. Shout out to Cali. So in New York, is it a borough thing? Of course it is. You feel what I'm saying? In Harlem, they the ballers. That's the fashion world. You feel what I'm saying? So, and, and it means that they being aggressive, their aggression come from 
who are y'all? And it means that y'all don't look familiar. Why y'all not dressing like Harlem females? We, so we females, though. Yeah, but they automatically know y'all not from New York. So who are y'all? But it, do I agree with the aggression again? No. So to tap back into the Rick Ross video, like, you a rapper. You feel what I'm saying? Unk, I say you. But remember, you put the music out for these ballers to be ballers. You feel what I'm saying? They money up. So when you touch down to a section somewhere, you see a bunch of niggas, they got the money. You got to see how they got the call, how they 24 hours was gone before they spent three hours in the club. You feel what I'm saying? It's 21 more hours. Just like um some of the, one of the Jay-Z videos, I want to say is change clothes or hotel, one of them, sir, where they share the times of how you get money. Like a day-to-day from a, for a Brooklyn nigga in New York, like a Brooklyn dude in New York, they get money, crack a dawn. They done hit a lick. You feel what I'm saying? Lick hit already. They could go to sleep for the rest of the day. They get another call. They business is popping. Boom. Sell a few, sell a little merch. Bang. Oh, yeah. Shorty sell plates. She needed this. Bang, 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 bang. She giving the ends back. Money getting made all throughout the day. You feel what I'm saying? You get that call. It's somebody's birthday. Yo, Shorty doing a song in here. We got female rappers in New York. She doing a song. A lot of time, you see a lot of New York people outside. It's showing love. It's... So we not aggressive sharing one hookah. We just outside showing love. So yeah, we made 10K today, but it ain't 10K to but, give away. But Rick Ross was saying, I don't know, I'm not talking about New York in general, but that did happen to me in Harlem. But Rick Ross was saying, y'all got all these niggas in one section. Y'all had no females in the section. And then y'all want to look funny at the damn females walking around like, like what the fuck? Okay. So what's okay, your so, opinion on that? Okay, so boom. So like, all right, so... I'm going to share how 10, uh, 10, 10 dudes to come in with me in a club, right? So say mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a notary person in Brooklyn, you feel what I'm saying? And I invite, I get 10 people to come with me. So five out of them 10 people are my childhood friends. They come in regardless. Money or not, mm-hmm. they come in regardless. So if I'm covering it, they're not covering it, they want to spend their own money, they was coming regardless. The next five people probably be a schoolmate, uh, another childhood friend, uh, social media friend, et cetera, et cetera, right? And uh, anybody else you run into in New York. So you may have came with only seven people and ran into three on the line. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as the night go on, your section fill up. So it's your choice in the bringing ladies. But again, you leave out the part. Just because I'm in a club don't mean I'm not in a relationship. You feel me? Right. So because I'm in a club, I want to know who you are, who sent you. You feel what I'm saying? We watch movies the same way you watch movies. Like, you got on a dress, you ain't got no design on. Who you? Like, who sent you? Like, you the feds? You the, you, yeah, stand oh, up. Oh, shit, y'all be thinking yeah. females the feds? Yeah, yo, because cause y'all got to watch movies like Paid in Full. You feel what I'm saying? You got to watch, oh, wow. like, shout out Davies. Shout out Davies. You feel what I'm saying? He got a song called Keisha. You can't trust every pretty girl in the smile in a club. You ask her a story, she rap to you, you take her to your hotel room, she could rob you. Oh, Lord. You feel what I'm saying? That happened in New York. New York people got trauma of females robbing them after the club. It's trauma. Our big homies tell us, yo, watch your chain, watch your pockets. Don't give shorties too many hugs. Keep your mans with you. Make sure you good. This is what our big homies they tell, tell Wait us. a minute. They tell y'all don't be hugging females in New York? Yeah, you got to look, look. No wonder look, y'all look. ain't friendly towards me. I be like, I yeah, be all nice get, and smiling and shit. It's, 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 you got to watch, watch our New York videos. Don Q got a video. Take everything off. They they hug you. They can unclash your chain. You good. My man, we in DR. Uh, we in a strip club in New York. He with the strippers. That Apple Watch came right off his wrist, bro. 
All my man's lost their Apple Watch chilling with the shorties. We never got them Apple Watches back. You feel me? This really so happened not, to y'all. They stole this your watches. Stuff that, this Ooh, this real stuff that happened. You go to the strip club, y'all talking about we aggressive. You don't want to throw singles, shorties, or snatch singles out your head. We from New York. Like, it's money to be made. Like, so don't think people be standing offish. It's something called the let out. When we leaving, we seeing who want to let out. All right, who stayed till it was over? Y'all really want, y'all really looking for dudes. You feel me? They don't oh, want to work too hard. Wait a minute. Okay, so they will have to stay to the end, and you will be like, oh, she trying to get a nigga, so that's why I'm going to holler at her. And, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's different things. Like, it's different reasons why people stand around the spot. If the spot not lit too early, we ain't going to bust no bottles. You feel what I'm saying? What we busting bottles for a spot if we don't want no shooting? But y'all love the but, but the thing is y'all don't even want to entertain us. Y'all want to entertain each other. But, uh, look, no, 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 no. So no, why no. do we need to be in a spot if y'all don't want to entertain? Look, 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 look. It's it's multiple things. So say who you was in New York with? It was you and who? It was me and my cousins. All right. So how many it was y'all? It was it was a lot. It was my one, two, three. It was probably like five. This was how recent was this? This was like literally a couple of weeks ago. Like all right, maybe, so yeah. it was it was five of y'all, right? We I went so to the same I'm, place twice, and I felt the same type of way twice. It was right, like so nothing but niggas, and it was not females in none of the niggas section. And we had a section though; we was in a section, but it was like I all the niggas. Y'all stayed. Y'all stayed till it was over. Yeah, we got there. Right, well, so both that, times that, we did because we got that, there that, late. That, 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 that's a night in Harlem. So good. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a good night in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I just went out. Spot wasn't full. It was a lot of females. And I saw a lot of people I knew. So that's a good spot to me in New York. You feel what I'm saying? Outdoor spot where you could smoke and socialize. Indoor spot, you could pop your bottles. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Spacious where you could dance if you want to dance. And spacious if it filled up and it was safe enough for everybody to move around. So I felt that was a good night for me. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I know how to make my own fun. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But I know how everybody else felt because I done been one of the extra person in the spot standing around like, Yo, I come out the spot. I go talk to my own shorties. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in them ten dudes, I know why the the person with the the standoff person is standoffish. You feel what I'm saying? That's oh, trauma. Because he you got trauma hurt. Exactly. You a feel bitch what I'm saying? It's a him up. Mm. Yeah, it's a reason he tra- He in the spot, sick like that. He gotta watch his back in the spot. Like, and no, that's he what needs the therapy. Other, that nigga need therapy, it, Lord. That's what the other ten people in the spot for. So he in the spot showing love. Trying to get back off the day of a hard day of hustling, he just want to have a good night and drink his champagne. So he's not really thinking about all the girls in the spot trying to get hook up and all that. Like it's the same thing. Like he ain't trying to hook up. He might have a lady at home. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he might not be trying to hook up. So it's like, who sent you? Why are you so uh, eager to talk to me? And that's the difference of being. Well, I'm not saying. Up. Wait, first of all, I'm not saying we went up to these niggas. We we southern. We don't. They just up was they they was just mean office. mugging us. They was. I felt like they was mean mugging us. I was just like, what the fuck? They wolves. They was checking you out. They wolves. That's what does that wolves, mean? That they check they, you out? They, they seek and they pray. They want to see what y'all look like. They were. Look. They were seeing what y'all look like. Like the first time, I was looking fine. I had like this cute, a cute little uh, tight dress. I was looking thick, like cornbread fed thick. And I was just like, damn, like these niggas just treating me like I'm some like uh Kevin Samuels. That's because the hood niggas don't care about that shit, son. They care about that designer. Nigga, nigga, you gotta look, you gotta look at like when you see new like although it's it's something about the media, you gotta follow the media. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that cute dress and all that. You gotta 
see, when you come to the spot, when you come to New York, mm -hmm. you be want to be in the mix. That ain't what you, your attire ain't mixed attire. Mm -hmm. You put on a nice dress, some shoes, get mm -hmm. your hair done, put your makeup on, mm -hmm. and go to the hood. They don't, they, you regular, you just a lady that's coming to get a drink to them. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, coming to get a drink? Yeah, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You, who that? That's just a lady coming to get a drink. You feel what I'm saying? But if you went somewhere like one of these rooftop spots, like in Manhattan and enough stuff like that, you're going to be in a crowd where men going to be running up to you because you got a tight dress on and you looking thick. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, but if you come so to I'm New in York. The wrong spot. Yeah, if you come to New York with some lemonade braids, you feel what I'm saying? A nice little sweatsuit and some dunks on. They gonna hound you, you feel what I'm saying? Cause they gonna mm. see the cake, cake in a sweatsuit. So it's a tired thing when you come to New York. You know, you know my homeboy was telling me the same shit. Like I got a hood yeah. homeboy from Queens, and he was saying that basically, like he was like Tasha, you you be doing too much when you be going to these bars. He said, go wear some sneakers, put on sneakers, don't yeah. put on no makeup, just be. Yeah. Just, he said you can wear something cute, but you don't have to be all extra. Yeah. And go to right. the bar by yourself. And he said that man, but he told me that a lot of New York men, even though he said it doesn't matter how tough the New York dude is, no matter how attractive he could be, he said it can be um, like scared of rejection. Or they may yeah. feel like the female is too difficult. Like he said, especially yeah, he right. me this today. He was like, say I go to the club and I see a girl and I'm like, I'm trying to smash somebody. He was like, if the girl is dressed too nice, he was like, man, that may take, that may be a little bit too much. I may, I may have to do all exactly. this extra shit just and to And then you feel what I'm girl. saying? Like she might, and then, then when somebody hear your voice, you be like, oh, she classy. So it's like, let me, I got to change my whole delivery. Like she not from the town. Like I got to change my whole delivery now. Like, I'm talking to you now, like, man, my game, I don't got no game for this. You feel what I'm saying? So he can't, he can't, he don't know what he don't know. He don't know how to read you. You feel what I'm saying? So they be reading you, and then y'all look back, so y'all look confused. Like, when you mean mugger, a shorty, and, um, we mean mug girls in New York, but they literally just keep walking, so they never see the mug. If mm. y'all not from New York, so y'all looking at the mug. Like, when they come in a spot, they go straight to their section. You feel what I'm saying? So we praying on that section, like, all right. It's five of them looking like, all right, I look at my, I look at my team, all right, he going to want that one, he going to want that one, I like that one. I look in the back, see if it's any stragglers. And that's how that's how I look at it, you feel what I'm saying? So everybody got their different game, but it's really a tired thing. Like, it's, it's a totally a tired thing. Like, so you get on the fashion world in New York, that's how you play. You blend in in New York, like, you feel mm, me? It's a tired right. thing. Like, but you know what I like? I don't like wearing sneakers. Like my homeboy told me I need to start wearing sneakers. That's just not my thing. I like it's a you know New, it's a New York it's a New York Southern thing. girls love wearing heels. See, but see, it's, like general, heels. It's, it's also it's also it's also some um some intellectual gentlemen that that um raised from some of the inner city boroughs mm -hmm. of New York, you know what I'm saying? AKA the hood in the projects that know that they could put on a button up suit when they touch down in Houston because y'all wear dresses and heels. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, no name dropping. Shout out Houston. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out the Big Fish. You feel what I'm saying? No name dropping. You feel what I'm saying? We super good in Houston. So, you know what I'm saying? So, we know both spectrums of, some of us know both spectrums of different females from different cities and stuff like that. But some of these hood cats, they just go straight Harlem world. Like, they crushes from Harlem. Like, but you if can't they take can that dress, But my thing is, you said that earlier, that Harlem men be dressing and they, they into that fashion and all that shit. So my thing is, if you into all this fashion shit, then why does the girls have to be dressed down for you to approach her? 
because you got to look at you got to look at who they idolize in the fashion world in Harlem. They two idolization people are ASAP Rocky and the whole ASAP mob and Tiana Taylor. Tiana mm. Taylor wear dresses to award shows, things like that. But this is also the girl that had Super Sweet Sixteen, and that was fleet fly shit only. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so when it's fly shit only in New York, like that's what they idolize. Like these people that got brands and Adidas with sneakers. These are sneakers. Like that's mm. their world. Like sneakers. Like you gotta understand. Like when we, what like expensive paint back to Meek Mill album. Like we gotta buy twelve hundred dollar coats out here. Like to fit in anywhere you go, like, call or not, like, people be like, yo, my, we got, I got more than 20 friends, make over 100K, they be like, yo, they'll post on the gram, I got these many coats, I don't even wear them, I just put That's them in the That's how they get robbed, away. that's how you get no, robbed. They, nah, they don't even, I got 20 friends that don't even be in a mix where they even get robbed, they super gentlemen, they super professional, they just like to dress, because that's what they like to do, they drive mm -hmm. nice cars, and they, what you call it, they buy the jackets, but you never get a use of it because you got a car. But it's times you park at a movie theater. You park, you got to walk. You got to put your jacket on. You going to mm. put the best jacket on. We go get a Gap jacket and be like Steve Jobs and them, but you from New York. That's part of the hustle. You got to make sure you fly all year round. So it's pasta, Casamigos, and drinks, and shorts, and all that. We get a discount in the summer. 100 white tees for the 100 days of summer. That's light. But when it comes to winter, you gotta back out that band and better coat, cause that's what that's how you gonna get your likes in a in a club. Damn, he got a nice jacket on. Then you take your jacket over the club. Now it's lit. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn is like that. Brooklyn, Harlem, Queens, it's like that. That Dior jacket is two K, baby. Oh, like no. we ain't got time for that two K on that Dior jacket. We gotta see who coming in here with the same type. So y'all be y'all be like like in Brooklyn, you know, you talked about Harlem a little bit. So in Brooklyn, when you go to these spots, y'all be checking for these girls' sneakers. It'd be like, oh, that's a nice thing. Um, oh, I don't fuck with that sneaker. Right, I can't fuck right. with her. So, so let's 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 take the boroughs out of it for a second and just talk strictly about me. I ain't talking to no female without looking at their feet. Mm-hmm. Straight like that. So if you got on heels, nah, we on some classy shit right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like you don't got on sneakers, I can't read. I gotta talk to you. So I'm uninterested if you got on heels. Because I can't read you. What you uninterested if the girl has heels on? It depends on where depend on where I'm at. If I'm in a, if I'm like say, say I'm in Manhattan, I'm mm -hmm. interested because nine times in ten you're gonna have on heels. But mm -hmm. if I'm in Brooklyn, it's a pop-up show. And if somebody told me to come and they're rapping and we bop, bop, popping bottles, I'm looking for sneakers. And when I say sneakers, it's like it's designer sneakers too. Like a thing that was popping, like a trend that was popping in New York. Like, these be starter kits. I call them starter kits. Like, mm -hmm. you could give a girl this and she'll wear it. She'll wear it to the wheels full of Like, you get her bodysuit and some Balenciaga runner. She'll wear that every night to the club. What? Sell who good in it. You feel what I'm saying? It's a trap fit. It's a female trap fit. It's no discredit. Like, that's their version of a trap fit. But at the end of the day, it's an expensive trap fit. Like, they'll throw on their Vapor Maxes. You feel what I'm saying? So you automatically know when you see a New York female, like they gonna have a, they gonna have a weave inside the dad hat. You feel what I'm saying? They gonna have an LV bag. We already know the difference, so you can't psych us out. Or, oh, you know a difference between a New York girl and a Southern girl? Who, me? Automatically. Oh, Lord. Automatically. Automatically. So, so how, what's the difference? Like, um, just in, from your experience between like a New York girl and a Southern girl, from dating wise and from just even like how she looks and how she dresses that makes you know um, she's not from here or she's from New York. 
So I know where you from by what you wearing. If you got on too much of this or you got on that, they ain't shorty from outside of the um outside of New York. It's simple, very simple. You got to be charming. That's it. Oh damn! You so you charming. said it's less it's less work uh, dating a uh, a non New York female than dating a a New York female. Of course, I go to the bar. How am I approached by the females? Uh, like you said, men are scared of rejection. I'm one of them. So I'm going to leave most people, most females alone because I don't feel like arguing the spot. I didn't come here for that. I can't. You be, wait a minute. You be arguing with females just because of rejection? No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't want to argue. I'm not saying I be arguing with them because of rejection. I don't want, like some females be standoffish. I'm from New York. This is where you don't know the differentiation. So right now in a spot, I'm only here to mingle with the females that come with the pack first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Once I'm uninterested in the pack, you seek the females in the spot now. You get what I'm saying? That's interesting because, you know, just because a female may be standoffish or mean mugging, that doesn't mean that she doesn't want anyone to approach her and talk to her. That's the crazy thing. That's interesting okay. to see that's what you be thinking. Wait, you what is a spot? Like a house party? What is that New York slang for? The spot to is New York slang, the spot, like, yo, where you at? I'm in the spot. The spot is basically, like like I said, people do music. Like, some people is lit enough in Brooklyn, they can fill up a place and have a party. That's the spot. That's where it's at on Saturday. That's where the ticket's going to be sold out at. That's where it's going to be $100 at the door. That's where the shorty, that's where this shorty going to be at for the free agents out there, like people that's single. That's $100 the dollars at the door? Where's, his, where's these places at? It's that, like it's hole in the wall. No, it's random. No, it's not. It's not clubs. It's random. It's somebody renting out a, a venue that could host over five hundred people, and they gonna fill it up. That's the spot for the night. You feel what I'm saying? It work. It's not the place. It's the person in New York. You get what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Well, you, you get what I'm saying. So if I can go to these spots, and you didn't know nah, like what you, I need to wear. You never know, cause everybody got a wave. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody get a wave in New York. This is the wave right now. This person got the wave this time. You feel what I'm saying? What's popping at the same time? You feel what I'm saying? It's a I pandemic. I don't know what to wear, Lord Jesus. I don't be knowing what to wear. You got me all like, Lord Jesus. I gotta learn about these sneakers. You know, I be talking mad shit about women in the Bronx wearing Jordans and shit. These baby Jordans that I don't like. Lord, I might have to get myself together. So, um. Back to um, the subject at hand, you know, we talked about all this stuff about, you know, Harlem dating, Brooklyn dating. So describe yourself as a dater. Like what, like, are you chivalrous? Like what type of dater are you? So me dating, super gentleman, perfect, all that. I think I'm, I think I'm giving myself a, uh, I give myself a very cocky 8.9 out of 10. So why do you consider yourself a gentleman? Most females are from New York. We're uh, I don't date. I don't date too out my zone. So my mm-hmm. dating, my dating scale. I'm gonna share it with you on this podcast. Is two up, two down. What does that mean? I am 28 now, so two down would be 27, 26. Two up would be 29, 30. That's my dating style that I try to stick to. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And uh, that's the that's what I run with, right? So uh, being a gentleman, we're peers. So it's like. You really don't get shot too hard for not opening the car door or being a uh, uh, opening door first, but those are things I do. You know I'm saying? We get an Uber, open the door, we get an Uber, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we get to establishment, but the holding hand thing, 
that may vary. You feel what I'm saying? Some girls be with it day one. I don't know that. I don't I don't know how soon a girl wanna hold want you holding her hand. Like mm-hmm. I don't want I don't know how soon she wants you touching her. So I'm a gentleman in my opinion, because I'll leave y'all alone, give y'all breathing distant room and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so right. it's like back to where females be like, oh, you supposed to plan what you want to do. Well, me as a dater, I don't care where I go. I just want to see what you're about. So tell me what's on your bucket list. You want to go to a museum? Let's go to a museum. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. You feel what I'm saying? Let's go get something to eat. You want to get a drink? Perfect date, right? You have fun? Cool. I feel like I give myself an eight out of nine, eight out of nine, eight point nine out of ten for that. You know so you mean? plan these dates, or do the no, female don't. plan them? It depends. I'm not into like if you know like I like a female that knows what she want to do. You get what I'm saying? Oh like, lord! Do you think that's mostly New York shit? Hmm. You think because you know what? That's interesting that you say you like a female that knows what she wants to do. I think that's New York culture because like the New York men I meet, they always they always ask me what do I want to do, where do I want to go, and I'm like, damn! Like first of all, when I first moved to New York, I was like, I'm not from here. What do you mean, where the fuck I want to go and what I want to do? I'm not from here. Why don't you pick something? And then I'll be like, okay, you know, I'm I'm down to do whatever you want to do. Like I like a southern most southern women, we like men that can take charge and lead. Like when it comes to dates, like planning dates, we have no problem with I have no problem with planning something like, you know, whenever. But my thing is everybody that I meet in New York when I first meet them, they want me to plan a fucking date for them. I'm like, why am I planning a date for your ass? Like, shouldn't you be trying to impress my ass? My thing is, if I'm going to plan a date, that means I'm going to have to do the research and find out where we should go, or we're going to be going the same damn places that I always go to, which I don't want to do. Why can't you devote the same energy into figuring out, like, researching, and then my thing is also, I feel like, like I hear a lot of New York men, I got like homeboys and stuff and they be like, oh, well, these girls up here, they just, um, all they want to do is get free dates and they want to, it's so expensive. It's so all this money I'm spending. Then why the fuck do you want me to plan the fucking date then? If, my, if you want me to plan a date, we gonna go to a five-star restaurant then. Cause I don't know what your pockets look like. Like, how do I know whether to be considerate or not to be considerate? You know what I mean? Because I don't know. You could be balling. You could be okay with going to a five-star restaurant. So my thing is, like, I just wish that I met man in New York that took more initiative when I first meet them to plan shit. But I think um, it's a New York culture, though. Honestly, I just think that's it's what, a different that's, culture that's, from that's, the that's, South. That's, that's what I'm saying. So um, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a represent New York for, like, a few seconds, and I'm going to switch it back to me. So uh, back to the Rick Ross thing. It's 24 hours in a day in New York. You get what I'm saying? So it's a day-to-day, mm-hmm. like. So uh, I could say, let me call this thing right here uh, street street pickup. Let's call it street pickup, right? So in New York, it's a lot of street pickup back in the day. So street before social media, it was a lot of street pickup. Like mm-hmm. you meeting girls with your day-to-day. So in the South, before social media, I want to uh, give y'all a little head nod and say y'all thing was the mall, right? Y'all meet dudes at the mall after school, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. So in New York, street street pickup happens twenty four seven. You get what I'm saying? Like you could be a girl and gave out your number twenty times in a day. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you come in and raise from that right there, and they get into dating. Like you, a girl really inboxing in there twenty four hour day in New York. Like yo, what you doing? Um, I'm going to go do this. Where you at? I'm come pick me up. I've got to work at three o'clock, so it's three p.m. 
that's how our dates go in New York. So you could end up at Drew Lane's picking up your girlfriend or one of your little shorties. It go like that. So when somebody from out of town, they like plan something like, all we know is take me to the museum. Take me to this. I want to see this movie. I want to see that. That's how we go on dates. You feel what I'm saying? From the little shorties we street pick up and we still talk to and they begging to go on a date. So when somebody else be like, yo, you meet a classy shorty and they be like, yo, plan a date. We be like, shit, I can't go to the museum. I might run into this shorty. Oh. I can't go to the movie. I might run into this shorty. So it's like, who are you? Where you from? You know what I'm saying? Let me find some way I could go. Why? It's street pickup, boy. Like, it ain't about being a ball. It ain't about being a player. It's New York. It's more people moving around than the South. You get what I'm saying? Oh, so you said that y'all done dated so many damn females in New York. Then you just don't. You, you just like, damn, I, I don't want to plan shit because yeah, I already yeah. know that like, I may bump like, into like, these like, girls. Yeah. Right. So now, so now with the street pickup, we get back to me, right? So uh-huh. you from out of town. So I know how to do the out of town box. But you want to, uh, you what you want to do? Go on a date and go home? Or do you want to do a day-to-day in New York? You get what I'm saying? Like, a day-to-day in New York ain't like the movies. I don't know what you felt, like, not you, what females feel a day-to-day in New York is. Like, you spend a day-to-day in New York with a New York dude that's a clean-cut dude, you might have the blast. You may feel like he's doing too much. You may get scared. You may not want to do that. It depends on the dude you get. It's what about I may get scared? What the fuck you mean by I may get scared? It, it depends on who you with. <laughs> It depends on who you with. You watch the movies. You watch Love and Hip Hop. It depends on who you with. You hear the stories. Like most time when I like, it just is like a signature. When I meet somebody in New York, they all want me to get gain weight. They be like, you want to go get drinks? And sometimes I be like, damn, I, I'd rather up there do some walking or some shit. And y'all just. And then they go back to street pickup. I got a roster. You feel what I'm saying? So mm. why are you skipping around? Today, oh, then, today. Okay. Today your day, but why are you skipping the line? You feel what I'm saying? Like, it depends on the person you're talking to. It's guys out here that's free agents that have nobody on their roster. Fiending for a female to come fall into their arms. Ooh, Do y'all fall into their arms? Where them niggas y'all? at? Where them niggas at that's, that they don't have nobody on their roster? It's, 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 it's something called the law of attraction. It don't happen like that. It's the law of attraction. It just don't go like that. Mm. That's it. Because niggas got tons of teams. Mm. Y'all females that say y'all seeking men, y'all not seeking, y'all, y'all requirements don't seek single men. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? That's back to Kevin Samuels. It's so not what are requirements seek? Huh? What about what the requirements don't seek? So we're seeking men that are married? Yeah, you because men got money, so they got options. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, and it means that you, you, you take off, you take the white collar off for a second and say a street baller. Or just a just a black a black entrepreneur. Let's use a black entrepreneur. Let's not be negative tonight. Let's mm-hmm. use a black entrepreneur from the projects that still lives in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He got a loft. He got a loft in um. He got a loft in Williamsburg. He paid three k for that. You feel what I'm saying? Day to day, he sells shirts. He um. He make a good good fifteen k off shirts every month. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's a manager at Target. Let's be nice to him. He's a manager at Target. He worked Target before he sold his shirts. Now he's the manager. He's a night shift manager. Street mm-hmm. dude, boy. Drives right. a drives an Audi. You feel what I'm saying? Street dude got a loft. Not cocky at all. Chains and all that, right? Single, single as a dollar. You feel what I'm saying? But he got a roster. That's would you want to date him? Shit. Woman got rosters too. Exactly. And we know that. So what you trying what 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 game you trying to play tonight? 
So that's that's how I'm into what game you trying to play. So so the fem okay, so I see what you're saying. You're saying that females go after the the, the nigga that tons of fem tons of females are dating. Y'all don't, y'all don't do it, y'all don't do it intentionally. It's what it's, your eyes see. Y'all went to the spot. That's why I said you at the spot, you at the bar, it's what your eyes see and your attentions for the night. What did you come to the bar for? Did so, you really come for a drink? So you trying to say that a lot of these men in New York don't want to settle down. They just love women too much. I'm not going to beat them up and say that. I didn't say that. But but nobody, no no female never came on no video and saying, yo, I do this, I do that. What are y'all men waiting for? Ain't nobody doing that. Y'all don't do, y'all use y'all platform to really not beg, but make a stand on that y'all fighting to want a black king. Like, y'all don't want no black king. Y'all want to y'all wanna companion with money. So if it's 50-50, 80-20, 90-20, take care of me for the rest of your life, what was your intentions when why, you wanted to go for that drink? Why you mention money? Is that what because, do a lot of New York men think about? Or is it because New yeah, York is you expensive? Think of, you, think of, you think about your money. That's a natural thing. If money rules the world, like, it's, that's what it is. It's, it's past love. Like, it's 2021, so it's past love. Like, you can't be blinded by it. You can't, love can't buy you, love can't pay rent. Mm. Put, it, put it like that. Love can't pay rent. Love can't feed you. I know you that's know right, saying? Lord Jesus. So it's like, it's past, we, it's 2021, it's past 16 people living in the house. Nobody want to be comfortable. You go to your family reunion right now, you're mm. going to get a hotel room. You feel right. me? Mm. You're not getting, you're not, if they wanted, if your, if your, if your family reunion was in Louisiana, you're not driving with your uncles in a car. You're getting on the flight. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? It's not, it's not 1970 where Oh, money was cool. You save it, and then you make means and come together. Everybody wants to be comfortable. First cash flights, private jets, my own suitcase, my own room. Want to bring my little joint on a low, keep them in a hotel room, go to the family union, act bougie. It's all a game. You get what I'm saying? Because it's 2021, and social media around the world, and everybody on social media trying to make money. That's what this is about. So if you want to date on social media, it's a money grab. So it don't be expensive for these niggas then? These niggas in New York, it don't be expensive dating a uh, tan woman or having this whole damn roster? No. No, it's not. Interesting. Honestly, then why the niggas be out here complaining about a uh, woman and money all the damn time then? Because because it's it's not money, it's time. Time is money. It's a math thing. It's a math equation because I got a 10. All right. I had a run where I had a, a roster, right? So, mm-hmm. boom. Is it expensive? No, it's not. Because day to day, you're going to engage in that roster. You feel what I'm saying? Every day, you're not spending money to engage with somebody on that roster. You feel what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it depends on how your roster looking. You got ro- you got people on your roster you had sexual intercourse with. You got people on your roster you did with. You got people on your roster that hate you right now. You, may, you know what I'm saying? You got people on your roster that take care of you. You feel what I'm saying? So it depends on what you got on your roster. You feel me? So if you a dude that can only juggle one, juggle one. You could juggle 10, juggle 10. Know what you're doing. You feel what I'm saying? It's you juggle how you juggle because you can have a 20 female roster for the month. You ain't see all 20 of them females in a week. You ain't a rapper. You ain't that good. It's only 24 hours in a day. So So when do New York men, like when does it come to the point where they want to settle down? with somebody from their damn roster. Who giving them that, that best female game? Like, who rocking with them? So, 
uh, let me give you an analogy on what what it makes. I'm gonna speak for me. What it make me settle down with a roster? So let me. Can I make a good? I'm gonna make a good roster. So say I got a roster. I said two up, two down. So say I got a a, a 27 year old nurse assistant, great candidate to talk to somebody, settle down with in New York. You feel what I'm saying? Move mm-hmm. out of the tell you. She could she could work in all 50 states. That's a great female mm. to settle down with. Somebody that can move around in 50 states. Great candidate. You don't settle down with her because you may feel you you don't want to break her heart. That's I'm that's my main. That's my main little shorty on my on my roster, the, the nurse assistant. I don't want to break her heart right now. I ain't settling down. But she she a strong candidate. Then I got a uh a, a little shorty I grew up with from the projects I always play with here there, here and there. We argue time to time. And we we play when I'm in the projects. She she 28. I don't want to take out the peas. That's why I ain't settling down. She she ain't showed me enough to be like I right, bet I'm gonna I'm gonna take out take it on a limb and take on a rope. Ain't you know what I'm saying? Then you got a little shorty. You got a bartender. You know what that come with? What I'm settling down with you for? You making money every night. We ain't we ain't doing them headaches. I catch you when I catch you. So the roster goes on like that. Wait, so why would a bartender? Wait, why would a bartender you not want to settle down with? Why would I settle down with a bartender? But why would you not want to? All right, not making I'm not, money. I'm all right. This you you may I might get shot down by the whole world, but like, in in my head with my trauma being from New York, you're a bartender, so you make money every night. But mm-hmm. to me, you going to you going to the highest bidder, like you going if, how you met me. I had to have money, like. You wasn't, I didn't come smelly. You wouldn't, you didn't meet me walking home as a hobo coming from work. Like, I didn't meet you like that. You get what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, I met a bartender spending money. So she went to the highest bid at that time. How Damn, you, uh, y'all really got trauma, y'all niggas in New York. It's so interesting. Yeah, like. Because a female could really just like you for you and your personality. Okay, so to, to fight my trauma, how do I know that? You feel what I'm saying? You Only get to know her I, mentally. Yeah. Okay, so how long does that take? You feel what I'm saying? With the trauma. How how much do you engage with a bartender every day? Like, it's a bartender. Like, you get what I'm saying? You see, you watch, you're a female. You watch what bartenders do. So what? how much do you engage? Okay, let's flip the story like this. I'm your cousin now, boy. I just tell you I've talked to a bartender. What are you going to tell me? She um she be like, yo, I make 5K at night, blah, 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 blah. She bought me a PS5, this, that, and the other. So she, she a good girl? Damn, she brought you a PS5? She, she must really like your ass. She make, it, she make 5K, and I'm giving you a good bartender from New York. She made 5K she, three, four times out of these seven days a week. She made 5K. She must up there like your ass be uh, spending her money on you, so she must oh, be now, a now she got Now she, I thought she liked me for me. What happened to that? She, she do like, like you for you to be spending money on you. She like you for you. She must really feel hey. a connection. Okay, let's talk about it. Now we talking about Let's talk about a good bartender because as a man, I got to feel like I'm good enough to talk to a shorty that made 20K a week, right? Oh, so y'all be insecure about these bartenders. It ain't insecurity, boy. You going to the highest baller because if we in a spot and you talking to a bartender and Drake come in, that's not my girlfriend no more, boy. Why would I even think like that? <laughs> like what? Well, how you know the nursing assistant ain't gonna be on the same shit? She around doctors and shit. And, and, and the nursing assistant is on the same shit. We not stupid. That's the thing. <laughs> she is on the same shit. Mm. She is. She is. But you was fucking with this nursing assistant when you was in the hood trapping. 
and she was in the hood in college. So yeah, I built a rapport like that. That's so, why that's your little joint. You oh, okay. Me? Because you built a relationship with her like years ago. So it yeah, takes y'all years to build a relationship with people in New York. Yeah, I'm not about to marry you off a year of talking. That don't make sense. I look I'm like, like no, I'm talking about like dating. Like I'm talking about getting a relationship with between all three of these women that you mentioned. So the medical assistant will be the one that you would uh, get in a relationship with. I mean, all right. So back we going we we not picking on a bartender, but you said okay, we going to we going to say we good. So what she do with this money? Cause I be like, well. She got a kid, you feel what I'm saying? She paid she pay for daycare, this, that, and the other. She paid her own bills, of course, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she trying to start a business, you feel what I'm saying? Niggas in her DM, she say she rocking with me. She say she rocking with me. She about to open up a um a veterinary uh a vet clinic, you feel what I'm saying, for um girls to come trim their dogs, you feel what I'm saying? Come get their, uh, if you got a cat, you feel what I'm saying? Things of that nature, you feel what I'm saying? That's her thing. Wow, cousin, that's different. Okay, cool. She's still a good girl, right? Yeah. Drake ain't come to the spot yet. You get what I'm saying? So bartenders are shaky, boy. Like, they going to the highest bidder every night. Like, yeah, so you think, a, you think a, a lot of Brooklyn niggas think like that? Like, based off it's of not, the girl's that's, occupation that's, that's, and based off of, like, what she does for a living and then also based off of, like, how much money she got or then you talked about earlier how she dressed and that's how y'all going to, like, approach the female? Yeah. Or, or wipe up a female based off of all of those characteristics. But all three of them, say all three of them have access to Drake. Drake can be anywhere. They can be walking down the street. They can go to a concert. Right. Exactly. And he exactly. can see them. So which one would you most likely still, like, wife up? Is it still going to be the nursing assistant? Yeah. That is so assistant. interesting. It's like, damn, shit. The nursing assistant, because at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a black entrepreneur. So as a black entrepreneur, she got a freelancing job and I'm a black entrepreneur. So throughout the fifty states, if we gotta go, if say we in New York, so the next place, the next hottest place we gonna use is Atlanta. I could go, we could go at any given day when I feel like I wanna try settling down. Yo, what's up? You wanna get a spot? Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. We could go to Atlanta. Shorty from the P's not giving up that crib and that bartender not leaving that club. Straight like that. The RN, that's the nursing assistant, when she about to be a RN, she could Google jobs in Atlanta when I hit her with the crib idea. You feel me? The other shorties ain't looking at, oh, man, when I take the bartender from a New York to Atlanta, she not going back to the bar, bro. <laughs> she want to do something else. She ain't doing that. She off that. You feel what I'm saying? When shorty come from under the P's, she don't work at the Apple store no more. She off that. What she want to do now? You feel me? Shorty at the um, RN, she already got a job when we touched down Atlanta. You feel what I'm saying? So now we got structure. So what advice would you give to, like, grits, girls from the South um, in New York? You know, they moved to New York, and they, they, they're working, like, you know, these corporate jobs in America, you know. They're, like, still ch- single, and they're trying to figure out why they can't connect with any of these New York niggas out here. They go out... And- you know, and they just chill, very chill, and they're not feeling like they're catching anybody when they're out. So, what advice okay. can you get a grits? All right, I'll give you, I'll give you two advice, right? All right, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you street advice. You need a wingman. You feel what I'm saying? You need to find somebody that you share a female 
that's from New York. Give you a little game, take you to the spots, introduce you to some people. That's a wingman. That's one way, right? Mm-hmm. But as a as a freelancer, it's like I don't got no game for that. One, I'm not a female. Two, I I don't know how I would do it if I was on if the shoe was on the other foot. So if the shoe was on the other foot and I was in a new city, if I was if I was 28 years old and I moved to Houston, you know how long it take me to find a female? Not long at all, sir. It, it'll take me over. It'll take me over a year to have a female. You think so? I know so. Why? Because I don't trust nobody. Oh, okay. Whatever. Because <laughs> like, if I get if I get to work, depending on the occupation, I get to work. Oh yeah, you can't fraternize at work. You feel what I'm saying? I go to the bar. It's a new city. I don't trust nobody here. You feel what I'm saying? I don't y'all know nobody. All y'all New York niggas I, need therapy. Lord Jesus, y'all just. You feel what I'm saying? So now my ex then, like I, that too. He don't have to trust end, nobody either. And at the end of the day, you you play you play with the um you still playing with your old connection. You feel what I'm saying? As me, you feel what I'm saying? So they they mediating me. Oh yeah, I was in a thing. They in a, they on my phone the same way y'all on y'all phone talking to your Houston girls. I'm talking to my little old shorty from the town. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm at Walmart. Why shorty playing in your face so much? You laughing and joking with her. You crack a smile. Yeah, shorty playing in your face at Walmart. But like at the end of the day, like. I don't do that outside talking. Like, I ain't going to be at Walmart talking to no shorty. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to be at the bar just pulling up on random shorty starting no conversation. That ain't me. I ain't going to start doing it. That ain't me. You feel mm. me? So you just meet people through people. Yeah, I meet people from being around. Like, you got to show me you like me that much for me to trust you. Like, Damn, that's some New York shit. Nah, that's some me shit. I don't know if anybody agree. I don't know if my New York gentlemen, my counterparts would agree. That's some me shit. Like, you gotta show me that you that I can trust you. Like you gotta show me that you like me that much. Cause at the end of the day, you said it's just dating. We go on two hundred dates, and you could keep your celibacy to yourself. I don't care. That's so interesting because, like, you know, us southern women, we are just taught that the man is supposed to like seek out, seek the woman, and he's supposed to like go after the woman. And then now you're saying, well, she got to show you that she like you. It's mm-hmm. so interesting. It's like a different culture. Mm-hmm. Back to the seeking thing. The seeking thing. If we already talking, we already talking. So we, like you said, we going on dates. I seek you already. Yeah, back to me introducing myself, seeing what you're talking about. But that's all of our contact energy and starting a conversation at a bar as you get a drink. It's a game. You bump a shorty at the at the bathroom. She talk back. Some girl asks you for a lighter. Like it's all hints we think we know. Like. It's all, it's a gamble. It's rolling the dice. It's so many females in New York. It's hard to choose from. So it's like, when you in somewhere else, like you kind of choose. And then it's competition, boy. I talk to a female, somebody feel like you warmed up. They going to come right behind me mm-hmm. like a hawk and sweep in, duck in and talk to you. Feel what I'm saying? Now I was like, if I got to go back and talk to you or argue for a shorty that I never talked to before. Me personally, you do your thing. You pick and choose. When he done having his conversation, you, you make eye contact again, I'm going to nudge you back over to me. We gonna we gonna do it like that. You feel what I'm saying? We ain't gonna argue. After he do it one more time, next time you nudge to me, I'm gonna ask for the number. He can have you for the rest of the night. You feel me? That's my thing. And if he moving too aggressive, he can have you. I don't need you. I'm gonna talk to somebody else. It ain't rude, but he moving too aggressive for you. You feel me? And that's what it be about in New York too. Some people be some men are very aggressive with other men about a female they don't know. Wow. 
All righty. So, um, so uh, let's just wrap it up. I'm going to take it to our grits pick of the week. So basically, this is the um where we shout out a girl or a guy raised in the South that's doing their thing. So I'm just going to shout out to Eddie Jackson. He's a former NFL player and he, as well as right now he's a chef. So um, I've been watching his uh, Halloween episodes on the Food Network. Um, he's from Georgia. And so he's been doing a lot of like, like little competitions where he like judges uh, different um, cooking competitions on um, the Food Network. So just shout out to him. It's very entertaining. If you're into like cooking, definitely watch the Food Network and support Eddie Jackson, our grits. Okay, shout out Max O'Cream. He got a new album coming out. Uh, he's a Houston, um, he's a Houston rapper. Shout out Max O'Cream, the big low. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out Max O'Cream, Houston's own. Check them out. New album just dropped. Alrighty, so let's end it off with like a G-Code segment for this week. Do you have any quotes that you live by that you just want to uh, tell the public before we can close it out? Yeah, I'm going to just use one. I got it, I got it tattoo on, tattooed on me. Live strong. Like, always stand for what you what you believe in every day. Like, live strong. Period. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for coming on my um, podcast. Um, we miss you, Dre G. And alrighty, and have a great week, everyone. Bye. Peace out. Make sure you go check us out on all streaming platforms Apple, a podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube, uh, Grits in the City Podcast.com. You can visit us and check out our episodes and our website content there. All right, y'all stay tuned. Woo!